Episode number 41, if you can name a good number 41 player, you should be able to. Steve Scott, big take, what do you got? Oh, that's right, he's James in Posey. Europe. But he did leave us with a big take, saying that Darnell McDonald will be on the show before the year ends. So there's Steve's big take. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's interesting one. <laughs> that's actually pretty crazy. Yeah, that, would, that would be something. Hmm. Um, all right, Josh, big take. Lay it on me. Yeah. So uh, there's, if I counted right, there's 95 games left. Um, it's kind of shitty to say, okay? Nobody wanted what happened this weekend to happen. But the Red Sox always seem to propel themselves after things. Tragedies? Be- yeah. They, they always just seem to do it. And I think they're going to take 70 out of 95. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, there it goes. 70 and 25 to finish the season. And Gilly left. It was. He thought it was that bad. Yeah, he was like, that's just outrageous. <laughs> There's no way that's going to happen. Are you trying to do video on your Um. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to be able to top that because my faith in the Red Sox lately has been down the toilet. So I, was mine. I hate to be a, you know, a Terry Fishman savant here, but his negativity. Although we have different negative points of view, I just have no faith in anything right now. It's just going through one of these weeks where I'm like, the Red Sox are just going to lose every game. It's kind of sad. Uh, I think. That this could be the fire, though. I mean, I still think they need it, it is to. So they just need to make a it's move. It's so shitty. They need to yeah. trade for like a Rossiel Iglesias or Felipe Vasquez or uh, Will Smith from the Giants or you know, it's just a closer. Craig Kimbrell. They need a closer. Craig Kimbrell. I mean, they could, they should have just signed him. To be honest, forty five yeah. would have taken three years, forty five mil exactly. all day long. Yeah. I know we were talking about that a while ago, but I mean, I wasn't down for like the hundred mil drop, but I don't know. It's uh, the the relievers innings this year are really weird because if you look at them through like innings six through eight, they're really good. They're like top five in the league. And then when they get to the ninth inning, they're like bottom three in the league. It's kind of mind blowing. Mm. It's weird. I mean, how much farther do we need to tank to see like Dalton or Durbin Feltman, whatever the fuck Durbin his real Feltman. name is. Um, I don't know. Like, or Darwin's in consistently, you know what I mean? Well, the thing maybe when Darwin's in decides to be consistent, because as we speak right now, we're in the third inning. He has three walks and that's always been his problem. I'm not watching today. So I guess that's a poor um, shit example. <laughs> He's Actually, the definition of effectively wild. Oh, well, that's not good. I'm going to turn it on and watch. Uh, so, Gil, you got a big take? Are they all Ortiz related? Or no, just do your thing. Okay. Um, big take. I, I think 
because of last night's injury. I think Kevin Durant stays in Golden State now. And he stays? Yeah, I think that that's going to really derail things. He's going to want consistency for like a training group and stuff like that to nurse him back to the full health. That's I mean, that's a really sad injury that happened last night. Yeah, it was gross, too. You could, I'm sure you guys saw the video of it, too, but... Yeah, I did video. not. You can uh, see his what, Achilles just like... Yeah. Oh, no, it ruptured? Uh, yeah, it did oh, not look good. stop you it. You could, like, see it go you, up you... his calf and everything, too. It was pretty <clears throat> gross. Oh, yeah, yeah, ball, ball right up? Oh, yeah, it was nasty. Oh, dude, that's Slow-mo bad. Slow-mo video, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was gross. Uh-oh. I did not see that because I'm not. I fucking hate the NBA right now, so I don't watch it. But that's terrible. That's awful to hear. That's one of the worst injuries to have and to come back from. So yep. I'm with you. I mean, if that definitely will hurt his value. I mean, Kobe was – that was right around when he ruptured his Achilles. What Didn't Kobe, like, he, it was like, oh, yeah, he's going to get traded, and then he just stuck around forever. So, yeah, okay. no, you're not wrong in terms of that. Kobe's Achilles injury was the the beginning of the end. That's when he be he totally got super complacent. Yeah. In terms, of just like all of a sudden, it was just like accepted that he was going to be on like a twenty to thirty win Lakers team. He just had to, you know, figure out how to play his game too, a little less aggressively. He wasn't a rim rider at all no. after that. So no. I mean, not that Durant is really that player anyway. But... No, but he could be. He could be totally changed. No, he probably will be. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. We shall that is see. Sad. I don't know. That's one thing that it, last night was kind of like the the thing that I was so hyped about the game, and then afterwards, kind of just thinking of that and thinking about the severity of it, it's like oof, pretty pretty humbling and like I don't know, kind of cold cold reality of the whole situation. Yeah, it was rough. It should uh, be an interesting game six and possibly game seven. We'll see how things go. Uh, speaking of Game 7s, so we have the Bruins Game 7. If you're listening to this, it'll be tonight, Wednesday probably. Um, they won, in, I think last week when we were recording, we were all saying, like, yeah, they were still going to win We'll see five. you at the parade. Yeah, it was a little scary things, there over the weekend. Things got interesting, so now we have <laughs> arguably um, the most intense, most, like, edge-of-your-seat thing in sports is up there is a game seven Stanley Cup final. Especially when your team's in it. Um absolutely. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty crazy. What are we expecting out of that quick quick hockey minute here? I think it's gonna go scoreless and we're gonna go right to overtime and you'll be even edgier seat oh my god by that point a zero mm-hmm. zero game after regulation that would be uh, a heart attack two listen although there's been like some pretty high scoring games on both ends <sighs> oh you know, darwin's and just struck out marzara too made him look like crap so sorry <laughs> um <laughs> anyway you know even though it was high scoring on both sides a couple of games the goalies are five star on both ends, playing like five star goalies, and they are five star goalies. So, I expect the best of game sevens, you know, and it's going to be literally like you said, edge of your seat. There's not, it's not going to be a high scoring event. Um, what did we put so, up the last game though? What do you mean? How many goals did we put up the last game? Was it five? I, uh, think? I think it was. F- 
Yeah, five to one or four to one ended up being. I don't know. I keep hearing about that. At the, I forget his name to be honest. The, the Blues goalie because he's yeah. yeah well, because he's kind of green too, right? He doesn't even have like that many games logged this season. Hopefully, yeah, he was know, a rookie. Hope but it's the head. entire the entire playoffs before the finals, he was fantastic. So yeah. I mean, Adam's just kind of going off that, and I don't know. Just Game Seven brings out the best in everybody in every sport. So or the worst, Man. or the worst. You're, you're absolutely who's, right, but I just give us a worst example, Oliver. Uh, who's choked in a game seven before? I don't know. Off the top yeah. of my head, I don't know. I'm thinking to myself. I don't know. I know Kyle Lowry choked last night, but that was a game five. Not, not game seven, <laughs> but you still it was their game seven because now they might be on on the ropes in a way. But uh, no, I'm excited. That should be. Pretty wild tomorrow night. Yeah, it's gonna be nuts. Who uh, who weighs the flag? Prediction. <sighs> Dude, I totally say if he was out of the hospital, David oh, Ortiz's, David Ortiz's <laughs> wife. Imagine. That'd be. That'd, I would be okay with that. That'd be. That'd be pretty nuts. It's probably not. It's. I, that's a, that's a tough one. I think it's going to be Tom Brady. <clears throat> and what would be cool if he if he did it? I think I, I don't remember. Someone definitely tweeted this, but if he did it in a David Ortiz Bruins jersey. Wow. That, they got to do something. That I feel like it has to be something related to David Ortiz. Something. Son. Not really, but <laughs> or like they have like a video on the jumbotron of like him like saying anything he possibly can. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I that would be an automatic lock for a dub. Like, there's no way they lose. That would be pretty cool. That would be wild. I agree. Oh my god, Darwinson. Jesus. Brady's a good one though. Brady's probably the likely likely favorite. It is. Yeah, he's, he's or probably, no, I should say probably... favorite favorite because it's like. I don't know where he is right now. I right. I'd have to do some social media stalking of Tom Brady. He, figure out where he is. Last whereabouts. Who else is up there though in terms of like other guys that you would like would be worthy of that honor? I mean Belichick did it already, right? I think so. <laughs> yeah. Um so maybe like it would be I'm trying to think of Celtics. Kevin guys. Garnett. I'm trying to think of, yeah, like Garnett or oh. Pierce. Um, Pierce be good. Marcus Smart, maybe he's a big Boston guy. Yeah. yeah, but like I don't know if he's. I don't. I don't think these guys are like Game Seven flag waivers. No, you though, need you know? like a legend slash like. Right. Yeah. Like a hmm. Teddy Bruschi. That's what. Bruschi would be a good one. That's why I said uh, fucking Garnett because he just. Uh, yeah. He just he gets everybody pumped. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. It, I think it's either a Celtic or like you know, if, if they can get somebody like Tom Brady. Oh God, please don't warm up Bobby Pointer. Oh no. Oh, the live update. Bobby Pointer's warming up, and I don't like it. Josh, not a Bobby Pointer fan. Not right now. No. <sighs> All right. So since we kind of talked about it a little bit, um. I guess we can get to the 
the David Ortiz story that w- happened over the weekend. So, kind of just like what were your guys's reaction? And obviously now it seems like everything. I hesitate to say it, but everything should be okay. He had a surgery today. Reports are saying that he was up and walking around a little bit too. So, um, but like when it you know when it broke Sunday night, it's pretty crazy. Mm. It's terrifying, man. Like, and he's young. Like, granted, yeah, whatever. But he's he's too young. He's got a young kid. Like, I think you immediately think about his family. You know, like, and it's I don't know, just so shitty. And I and I hate to say like good for that dude that got the shit beat out of him. But, but like, good for I'm, that dude. I'm, <laughs> but good for that dude. Right, yeah. Like, such a dumbass to just like point blank like shoot him like like at least be fucking smart about it if you're gonna try to kill david ortiz or even just attempt to shoot him like you know you're on a fucking island what's gonna what else is gonna happen to you yeah you're gonna not only you're on you better have a plan to get the fuck out not only on that guy is like island dude but you're on his island his island (laughs) he's like he's like a president there probably more important than yeah, he's like it's, uh, when you think it's when you think of people that are from the from the Dominican, only you know, especially baseball related. You know, Ortiz, Pedro. I mean, there's a bunch of them, but the biggest ones. Ortiz is arguably the biggest one. He's such a good dude, too. Yeah, like genuinely, like everybody in the baseball community is like, like emotional about it. Yeah, that was not just. It, 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 yeah, it is like. You know, even the people on MLB Network, like I know Pedro was on there, but those dudes, those other guys were upset. You know, like it was tough to talk about. And, you know, he just does so much good and brings such a good vibe to anywhere that he is. It it couldn't have happened to a worse person, you know, at least from a celebrity type standpoint, you know. Yeah. And I think back when we did our... Uh favorite Red Sox players episode a while ago. I'm pretty sure we all had Ortiz up there in our, mm-hmm. in our top five, and I'm pretty sure a couple of us even had him number one. And it just shows you, like, I think it was on Section 10 when I was listening, and it's like, yeah, Tom Brady is probably the best Boston athlete, but you can, I don't even think it's close that David Ortiz is the most important Boston Mm. Uh, you know, athlete to the city. Figure, yeah, Boston figure in general. Yeah, it just what he, you know, what he's symbolized over the years is just clutch, adversity, all these things that he went through. And not to say that Tom Brady doesn't have these things, but um, I don't know. It's, it's just different, what I, I think. You know, it, it, what I'd say is like he, Tom Brady's like a national icon. More so, like. David Ortiz is Boston. Well, that, the other thing like, is solely. like it, Boston really was never a football city until this happened. But like, you know, mm-hmm. they've always been a baseball, a baseball city from you know all the way back. You know, yeah. And Ortiz was a huge part, probably the biggest reason why they became so popular again in the mid two thousands and up till now. I agree. 
So, you know, gl- good, glad that he's, uh, he seems on the up and up here as we were recording on Wednesday night. Hopefully things keep going that way. Um, could have been a lot worse. And also the report that it was a robbery attempt and he was shot in the leg couldn't be more wrong. That's why you always hesitate to, to believe what you read at first because the video comes out. It's clearly just a hit, a hit job on him. Oh, yeah. Um, not and he wasn't even. Do we know more? Do we like know more details about like this this dude? Uh, I yeah, mean, I, there's. I really don't know that much about the background of the guy, like the motive. Right, there's rumors. There's rumors out there, but they're just rumors. Um, right, like they're, they're one of the rumors because there was that guy that was constantly like, you know, tweeting about the update on the on the shooter, like out in the streets, like people beating the shit out of him and. And all this, like he posted his ID and his cop. Apparently, he was a cop, and it was an inside job. And like, I don't know. I I don't really want to like spurt out things that I don't know. But right. just from like what I was seeing on Twitter, yeah, there's the cancer place. You know, <laughs> but, so many. We we just don't know. I saw one thing where it was like one of the drug kingpins of the DR put a hit on on him for. I could I didn't see why, but I don't. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, like I said, you don't always want to believe what you read. You kind of want to wait for the details to come out before you jump to any conclusions. So I don't really want to throw out any false narratives out there. So yeah, we current currently the uh, motive reasoning is. Unknown, I think. Okay. <laughs> I was just curious. I haven't really yeah. dove in too deep because it's, again, you don't really know what kind of sources are good or not. But I don't know. There's got to be There's got to be more to it. That's all. Yeah. I don't yeah, know if there's a personal vendetta type thing or what. But I agree. There's definitely messed up. more than what we know. But for what we know, it's what we know. You know what I'm knowing. You know? I know what you're knowing. Alright, let's know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love knowing together. Oh, let's just keep knowing. Mm. You know what I know? What do you no. know? Red Sox are a boring baseball team. <laughs> I mean, what do, what do they do? What do they honestly do? Why are they boring, though? Why are they boring? They have enough They have enough on both ends to be interesting, though. I don't know. I, I've seen that, and I've seen Carabas tweet that, and it's like, I don't really... I don't know if I agree. Uh, I think they're oh. boring because right now, not seeing any, like, fire, There's you don't see much energy out of the, the team. And most importantly, they're just not performing. And when you're losing baseball games, you kind of become a boring baseball team, I think. Against the Rays, they were like, oh, in the Rays series. I know on Sunday specifically, they were 1 for 13 with runners in scoring position. I think throughout the series, they were like 5 for 40-something. And it's just like, the team last... But the Rays are good, though. Okay, are you... I, I'm not saying that the Rays are bad, but the Red Sox just won 108 games and their offense hasn't had any major subtractions to it they should they shouldn't be this bad they shouldn't be a 500 baseball team with the team that they have grant and i know you're going to go on about the bullpen and you've turned me the the ninth inning is a problem i've acknowledged this for a few weeks now might be a little late to the party but i thought that 
the guys that performed last year deserve the chance this year, and they haven't lived up to it in the ninth inning. And that's a re- that's a reason why they're losing ball games. I think I think they have ten blown saves now, which is a lot. Arguably, the the difference in the division right now is because they don't have a closer. I'm not saying that a certified closer, Craig Kimball, saves all ten of those games, but I think he saves at minimum eight out of ten of those games, and you're two games back, maybe, instead of probably nine nine and a half after tonight. Agreed. Kimbrell had six blown saves all of last year. So Yeah. With what, 40, 42? And even that, I feel like that's a lot for Craig Kimbrell. I might be, I six, might be yeah, crazy, well, but... Um, yeah. Anything under 10 is pretty good for a whole season. You know? Yeah. But, no, I don't know. I don't, I'm just not... I don't know. I, I still think that they have some, some pop and firepower. JD's had some issues health-wise, so I think that's part of the reason he's kind of slow right now. Uh, the energy of the team right now with the Ortiz stuff, I think, is just kind of a residual effect from that. So I, I, that sucks in that sense, you know what I mean? Because they all have other things on their mind. We're right. just hoping that Ortiz is okay. So I kind of give them a pass in that sense. However, I don't know. Obviously, it's not like they were red, red hot before that. But I don't know. I, I think they're still interesting enough. David Price might be a Scion contender. Mookie's still Mookie in a way. He's got to turn it on to be like a legit. I don't know. He's obviously not an MVP he's only contender right now. Yeah, no, and he's not really in for the same pop. Right. Uh, it's just obviously. I don't think he they, ever. He's not like the, the the super big home run hitter. Right. That well, I'm not he's in, shown yeah. he can be. You know what I mean? I feel like it's one of those things where he's over he overperformed. Right. I think he's eh. like he had like a lot of barely home runs. Um, if I remember correctly, which is like Robinson Cano a year before he left for the Mariners. It's like he had a career high of like and led the league and like barely home runs, which I miss. Uh, I forget what, what it was, but there was like a website that used to like measure that. And I used to check it all the time for fantasy baseball because it would be like, all right, these guys are overperforming because they're barely getting home runs over the wall. Yeah. But, but, I, but yeah. I don't think it's a thing that's. I mean, so obviously they had that awful start to the season, but after that. They went on a stretch where they won like 70% of their games for a few weeks, and um, I don't remember when it stopped happening. It's probably close to a month now, but they're like just, you know, back to being an average baseball team, and I think they're I think they're underperforming right now as a whole. Yeah. Especially, I mean, especially a, the top of the order. Like, boring, though? It's only I think guys, like I saw okay. Cushman saying something about trading. Okay, either right. Price let's, or uh, let's relax there. We're not. We're, I, we're, I'm not. No, I'm not going. Me. I know. Like, I know. I know. I saw that too. He was like, "We need to trade Price or Mookie to shake things up." And I'm like, "All right, dude, let's relax a little bit. First of all, you're not trading <laughs> Price. Second of all, if you trade Mookie bets, you're not doing it till the off season. So take a step back. Um, and I'm still. I don't want to trade Mookie bets. Second of all. Um, Nor do I, but here's what I will say. Okay. If they're going to do it, I personally would agree with doing it midseason. Even if they're in the wild card race? But they're... Okay, yeah. the wild, I don't know. It depends, the wild card's it depends gonna, on what we're talking the wild about card here. Is, I don't want to get rid of... The wild card's gonna be I don't want to get rid of Mookie in general. In general, so like this argument is hard for me to say, but in my own mind, it kind of does make sense. If you get enough for him now, especially if we're talking like, 
you know, he's not gonna, you know, sign quick, sign early, you know, whatever. If there's no real plan to re-sign him, you might as well. Also, what contending team is looking for Mookie Betts? That was my question. Who's paying up the Yang-Yang Who's going to pay for him? You're not going to trade him to the Yankees, so cross them off the list. Are you going to trade him to the freaking Astros? And what are you going to get from them? You better get Whitley. You better get uh, Kyle Tucker. You better get... um, Fuck fuck Kyle Tucker. I don't like Kyle Tucker that much either, but who... (laughs) Who are you gonna get? I don't think you, you need like you need, you need a like fucking four, lot. Like, top what about exactly? And then one guy. You need, that's you like need to like nasty. you need to get like Chris Paddock and Luis Urias and like uh, Mackenzie Gore from the Padres to even consider that. Yeah. I think, and the Padres aren't gonna pay up for him. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. so it's, Cushman's so good at this. He's so good at saying all these scenarios, but he never has a backup plan. Like he's always spewing about how the Red Sox severely overpaid for Ivaldi. Look at what they've done without Ivaldi with those guys that have pitched in his in his spot. Weber has three starts. He has like an eight ERA. Um, he had one good start, and he's been awful the other two. Hector Velasquez has like two or three starts in there. He has like a six ERA. Uh, Josh Smith's like 0-2 with like a 70 RA. It's just like you you say all these things, but what's the alternative? They never have – people that have these crazy plans never have the alternative to that. If you don't sign Evaldi, what are you stuck with then for that fourth and fifth rotation spot? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Sorry, I had a grind to my gear moment from courtesy of Terry Cushman. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to look around, and really, the team that make would make sense, honestly, is the, the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yeah, that's. But what are you going to get from yep. them? What do they have to give you? Verdugo. Oh yay! No. A worse. Uh, I mean, he'd be. He's one like of them. a poor man's yeah. Benintendi. I mean, Kenley Jensen, Joe Kelly, AJ Pollock. Or and or Jock, like that's an awful pack. If you're trading Mookie Betts, is, you're you're building is. up the farm. That's what you're doing. I know that's a, that's a lot of salary, <laughs> right? Actually, that's a, one of the worst signings of the offseason. AJ Pollock, Joe Kelly, or Joe no, Kelly, Joe, yeah, Kelly. Joe, Joe Kelly, fucking ter- he has like three a ten years, ERA. He lost the game for him last year. Three years, twenty five or twenty three or something like that. Yeah, it was bad. Or was or terrible. you you say like Kenley Jensen, Walker Bueller. No, I still wouldn't even do that. It still doesn't make that much sense. Jensen scares me. I don't want. He's, he's like. He's yeah, I mean, he's, scared, he's like thirty-three. He me too, I don't want Kenley but Jensen. His heart condition is the scariest part to me. Trying to theoretically like package a movie. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. if you're training Mookie Betts, you're getting. You're not really you're getting, planning on winning. You're getting two to three. Like, you, like what the Red Sox gave up for Chris Sale. You're getting that type of package. You're getting that team's no doubt best prospect. You're getting another guy within their top three. You're getting two of their top three prospects, and then you're getting some long shots, essentially. So the the White Sox got Michael Kopech, Yon Mankata, and then a couple other dudes, right? So they got the Red Sox top prospect at the time. Yon Mankata was the top prospect in baseball, right? Mm-hmm. So you get the top prospect in baseball. It's like, all right, Blue Jays, pay up. Give me Vladdy Jr. Give me Kavan Biggio. Give me uh, a couple. <laughs> give me, give me an arm, and then give me like a you know a couple other Double A guys. That's the type of haul you're looking for. 
and I don't think that's going to yeah. happen from any team that's in contention right now. Hmm. I mean, Padres would be interesting, but they're really not. But. Right. Or like, if for some reason the Rays wanted to pay up, you're like, all right, give me Wander Franco and give me uh, a couple other, I, I don't know, any other pitching prospects. Give me uh, Brent Honeywell. Brent Honeywell. Right. Yeah. Oh. But that's what, that's He's what I'm so saying. hurt. Yeah. I, I don't like these packages either. That's why I don't want to trade Mookie Betts. I don't think there's a package out there from a contending team, especially during this season, that's going to make it worth it. Especially when you're bringing back almost the entire roster again next year. We don't know what's going to happen. With what G- about the Braves? The, the Braves, could they could bring an interesting package. It's like if well, they offered up like an Austin Riley and then potentially a couple of their pitching prospects that they literally don't need. Yeah, who will... Who will they could throw in a sweetener of like Tuki Toussaint even. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like yeah, an under- yeah. interesting guy. That's like, I don't know. They probably wouldn't want to trade Soroka, but he could be another piece that would be involved. Uh, but they're they're you know what I mean they're teetering on the the edge of relevancy. Yeah, I think they really don't have a yeah. a gap, or, or they do have a gap, I should say, um, at like a corner outfield position to like make that possible too. The Braves are an interesting so, team. They're definitely going to make a move. They could, they're going to be in the play for Madbum, I think too. Yeah, I think, I think right. they're going to make a move, and I think the Red Sox they're better than what their record says right now. I still think they're you know. It's getting tougher and tougher to say that they're going to make a run at the division, but I still think that they can. I still think that they will make things interesting in August and September. Um, when Evaldi gets back, we'll see how that goes. I think that'll be a vast improvement of what they're getting out of that spot because it feels like every fifth day, like in games like today, where you're just getting the spot start in the bullpen day, I feel like that's just a loss, and it's annoying. And they're not scoring for Chris Sale, who's been – Unbelievable his past seven or eight starts. Unbelievable. Rick Porcello's been up and down, but that's Rick Porcello for you. Um, Erod, same thing. Price has been fantastic this year as well. So they're getting what you expect out of the rotation. I think the offense is, as a whole, a little underperforming right now, especially, you know, Mookie, not what he was last year. Benny, a little slow. JD's had some health issues, uh, just a little banged up. So we'll see. I, th- I still think they're gonna they're gonna be a, a dang good baseball team, and trading Mookie Betts is not gonna make them better. Well, exactly. That's when you're just punting on the whole next two years, essentially. Yeah. That's what that would mean. Um, but even really, are we that sold that he's not gonna come back? No, that's a thing. I'm not. Especially, it's not like this past like season. You know what I mean? Like the off season wasn't that like much of a. Um, I don't know. Like, would you give? I would give Mookie the contract that Machado got, wouldn't you? Yeah, in a heartbeat, dude. Yeah, I would too. I mean, that's like a no-brainer. You think? But... You think about reasons why they didn't sign Kimbrel, reasons why they didn't extend Porcello. When Porcello has said on public record, "Yeah, I want to be here. I'm willing to take a pay cut. Really, whatever it takes. I want to be here." They still haven't done that. They sign, they extend Xander, they extend uh, Chris Sale. You know, the Pablo money's off the books next year. They're going to have a decent amount of money to play with, and they're going to try to their best to sign Mookie Betts. We won't probably oh God, know Devers. until freaking like early March or something where Mookie Betts signs that year. What is that? That'll be 2021. That'll be fun. That'll be a fun. Devers just missed the pop up. 
It happens. This is so frustrating. It's it's so frustrating to watch. That's a good word for him. Boring might not be the word. It might be frustrating. It's probably a better word for the Red Sox right now. They're just they they just kill themselves. I just like that is literally like their season. Like Rafael Devers' face just like explained it all. I'll be back in a second. I love. I mean, they're they're really good. They are. Uh, I don't know, Gilly. What else could we do? Something like smaller, smaller piece, a smaller move. Yeah, like who's somebody like kind of low key that they could go after to really help like, spruce either the bullpen up or even if it's like a platoon guy that might bring something to the table. Because I mean, Mitch Moreland came back, but you know. First base is still like a thing, you know what I mean? A necessity, technically, because Steve, Steve Pierce is just bad at baseball right now. Yeah, he sucks. So maybe even a first baseman, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, the interesting thing too is to get like any big name, you'd probably have to trade um, one of like uh, Tristan Casas, uh, Chavis, or um, who's the other guy there? Oh, it was Bobby, Bobby Dalback. Dalback, yeah. You know what I mean? I think one of those guys would probably have to go if you're trying to get someone good. Um, however, yeah, that is interesting. Like a little first baseman. Um, just somebody else or something that could either help them immediately or just change the dynamic that we're looking at right now. You know? <clears throat> I mean, rental guys that are going to be available. Um Let's see. Here. Are we talking bullpen arms? Because I've got mine. We're, no. So, so basically, what I just bullpen. said, because you're away, you know, I said just something, something low key, like a Steve Pierce type that, move from last year. Yeah. Yep. Like Steve Pierce, it was like, eh, yeah, we got him. Right. We were just maybe was, something a yeah. little, little better than that. But you know, Steve Pierce is non-existent. Moreland's back, but he's no, he's back you know, on the DL again. Oh, is he? Yeah, they put him right back on. Oh, I see. I haven't really, I haven't watched this week, so I've been so busy. But, okay, I mean, that's even more of the reason. I know, like, Chavis was playing there a little bit, but... He's been quiet the past few weeks. Yeah, I don't think it's for him. I think it's kind of like a JD situation where maybe he's just not feeling it in the field and it's, you know, attacking his mindset at bat. Um... So... Just going to get somebody that will change the dynamic and, and mix it up a little bit. I hear you. I'm trying to think. What about Mad Bum? Uh, I mean, Mad Bum doesn't want to come here, though. No, 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 no. That's not. I, I, I don't think that's true, though. I think that's just uh, that's his way of just um, being able to Control negotiate himself. with them, control yeah. themselves, and um, be able to to kind of talk extension before he actually gets traded somewhere. That's why I think he, because they're all contenders, right? Of the teams that he uh, in the updated, I think before the season, or at some point early this season, when he has the ability to say who's on his no trade list, and he put right. literally like the top <laughs> eight teams in the league. You know want to I mean? hear an interesting? Yeah, that's no, that's no. Want to hear an interesting name? What? Sure. Edwin Encarnacion. I would be all for that. Yeah, I would. 
What's his contract? Oh, the guy who can't play defense? What's his contract? Uh, well, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's better than C. Pierce. So. <laughs> yeah, no, he's had a decent season, too, to be honest. I mean, I mean, I just don't love the fact that you get a guy that can't really play D. He's just like a DH. Mm. 2020 club uh, team option next year. What about Will Myers? No. Talk about a guy oh that can't play God. defense. <laughs> Will Myers is third base eligible in fantasy baseball for some reason. He played third there That's last wild. year. I- no, I know, because the Padres still have no idea what to do yeah. with them. And they were bad, so that's part of the reason, too. But I don't know. I'm just trying to think, like, out-of-the-box guys here. I hear ah. you. It's tough. There's, like, nobody, I don't know, the Indians are a weird team. The twins, no, they're not going to sell anybody. Talk about a package to a non-contender. What about Joey Votto and Razio Iglesias in a package for something? What what would you give up for that? I mean, Votto looks so bad, but he really does. Uh, but that could—he's been good the mm. past three weeks. He's he's not like he's not going to hit for power anymore. But uh, he's not really hitting that for average. That's either. an abysmal contract, dude. He's under a contract for four more seasons after this. Yeah. No is... thanks. No, I don't want a forty-year-old Joey Votto on my team. Sorry, yeah. Rossio Iglesias though. Being interested in him. Being interested in uh, Felipe Vasquez. Josh Bell. Josh Bell's not going to get traded. Who did this? <laughs> Cardinals. Nope, they're pretty good. I can't think of anybody like that on the Mets. I mean, we're not trading in division, so... Right, I mean, but like, I don't know, like, Jed Lowry's out there, but he, I'm pretty sure he's still hurt. Yeah, he hasn't even played I much. I don't think he's played at all. Like, Jerks and Profar? Like, what about somebody on the Diamondbacks? Do they have anybody? What about, like, a Blake Swihart? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> bring him back. Uh, he'd be fucking pissed about 23, though. Yeah, true. Yeah, I don't know. That, that would probably be a clubhouse issue. You don't really want to do that either. You just trade Mookie and something else for Cody Bellinger. <laughs> Call it a day. I don't want Cody Bellinger, dude. Uh, I really wouldn't want to trade Mookie for him either. But if Mookie's my thing with Mookie is if he really just doesn't want to talk signing and really just wants to test free agency. Like I'm that makes me nervous, dude. It really does. Yeah. Mitigate some risks there, but isn't he worth it? Absolutely. I'm not right. saying he's not. I it it's That's, just it, it'd fear. Have to be a stupid offer. Yeah, exactly. Ugh. I don't know. I don't want to sell him. Yeah. I don't I wanna you know what I mean? I just want it, it, I just don't want to see him walk. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, because obviously you'd, you'd get nothing for him, but it's tough. With a guy like that, though, where it's like a legit MVP, like that type of thing, I feel like you want as much of an upper hand in negotiations as possible. So that's yeah. why it's like, that's what's tricky about it. Mm. 
I wish Prince Fielder was a thing. I know. I actually, how old would he be? You'd only be like. <laughs> Imagine they just still be playing right now. Hey, uh, Prince Fielder, you want to you want to pay <clears throat> uh, play for like three mil? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Imagine. Prince Fielder's thirty-five. Yeah, he's Pedroia's age. He was so good. That's that's such a bummer situation too. I feel like that was kind of um, glazed over a little bit in terms of I agree. Like, how sad that injury was, or in terms of like ending his career. Like of a guy who literally what was his second or third year, he hits fifty home runs in a season. Like that's crazy, crazy pop. He he like he hit know. for average too. Yeah, no, he was a hell of a hitter. Yeah. Speaking of which, of other. Uh, big, large hitters that are mashing occasionally. Pablo Sandoval is in his he's zone. He's in his... Uh, he actually is, he's actually not doing bad. He's in his uh, natural habitat out there in San Fran. A bad baseball I team. Imagine that. That's got to be so weird for them. Like He just like disappears for a few years and then kind of just comes back. He's like, oh, hey guys. Sorry about all the things I said about you. I want to play here again and get paid by the Red Sox. $30 million or 20 but still. Wild. I don't know. You want to that talk way. wild. I just thought of something else. What? What if we trade... Oh, my God. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that would work, though. Like, if we got Mancata back Ooh. with Yonder Alonso. Oh, no. Puke. He is puke. Give me, hey. If you're trading him to the White Sox. No, he's not. If you're trading him to the White Sox, give me Michael Kopech back. What? What? I know you guys love him, but I don't want him. Why? Because he's a head case. All he wants to do is be famous. So does Yon. He's gonna be. He's gonna high, be a high so profile. Does Yon, but I take. I take him. Yeah, but Yon's not. Yon's not dating like reality TV stars <laughs> yet. He just wants to date himself. What if we he's trade like, for Miggy? Pew. No. Another contract. Yeah. I just I want know. to see Miggy in a Red Sox uniform. <laughs> that would be cool. If I mean that would be Carlos like cool... Santana. I'm trying to look at all these first basemen that are kind of like low key. Carl Santana's having a great year. I don't think. I don't think it's available. Yeah, I don't buy the Indians selling. Uh, tough sits, whatever. Tough sits. Let's uh, do a confession segment before we wrap it up here. Uh, yeah. On the docket. Uh, oh, before we get there, um, I didn't listen to it, but future save me EP review. Qu- quick note: I assume Gilly wrote this down. I did. We do. We can wait for Steve for that, though. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Good point. We'll save that for next right. week or whenever he gets back. He I, didn't, I didn't get to listen to it either. So oh, then we have to wait. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, take a rain check on that. All right. Postponed. Okay. All right. Uh, so confession time. The what is the worst job that you've ever had? Um, to go along with that, do you have any embarrassing summer job stories? Wow. Uh, I have one. Late on us. I, um, for 
I think it was it was it wasn't even like a full summer to be honest. It was like spring into early summer. I um I worked at a like a uh, you know I guess I can say I don't really care on um, Venice and Westerly for weddings and stuff like that and like mm-hmm. different types of uh, events and whatnot. And it was like just the most like chaotic job I've ever worked at in the sense of like it was owned by a husband and wife. One would tell me to do something. The other would see me doing that, like, on another floor. and be like, what are you doing? Like, do this instead. And it was just, like, be, like, crazy chaos in that sense. It would just be like, ah, whatever. <laughs> and then on top of that, for weddings and stuff, one of the other servers, which this was just appalling at the time because I was, like, I don't know, maybe 16 years old or something like that. And I'd worked at other wedding venues before. And this this place just paid me, like, crazy amount of money because I had experience. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll do it and make stupid money. Um, but, it, like, the waiter would just be slugging champagne in the back <laughs> from all the leftover glasses. I'm not even joking. Like half, half drank glasses of champagne because people at like weddings and stuff really don't finish it always or at least it, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like, I don't know. I guess it's never really thought, but I thought of mine to not finish a tiny glass of champagne or whatever it is. Uh, but he's just slugging them. It's just crazy. It was gross. He had like, I don't even know how many he had one time. It was wild. Because you just kept kicking them back and back, and you just kept yelling in the back of the kitchen to the bride, to the groom. <laughs> like, like, dude, this is not okay. But yeah, so that was that's my my horror story as a sixteen year old, just like mortified of like, oh my god, how's he gonna go out there? Somehow he, he hung on, so good for him, I guess. I wonder if he's still there. So yeah. I think that's what that that's what inspired me to to mention that as a, uh, a confessions topic. I think the worst job I had, and Gilly, I think you worked here too, was at Adventureland oh. <laughs> for a few. I so it was a weird. T- it was a weird spot because I thought I was working back at Fenner Hill again because I worked there the summer before, mm-hmm. but then they didn't want me back. So I was kind of fucked for a job, and I didn't know what to do. So I applied to Adventureland, but by the time I heard back, it was like three weeks later because I guess they got short on staff or whatever and they got back to like three or four weeks later and by that time I was already caddying like full time back at Shelter Harbor and that pays way better than Adventureland like not even close if Adventureland you're making minimum wage so that place but what stuck out to me which made it like alright so it was Adventureland was really easy right so you just work the go-karts whatever um you know pretty easy gig but what pissed me off was one day this is when i i never came back after this one day it was like a shitty morning i was working the mornings and it was opening and they were like hey we might not open so you can't clock in but you have to stay here and you have to sweep up the entire mini golf course of all the puddles and all the pine needles and all the shit that's on it and at the time i didn't think too much of it but like at the end of that day, really? <laughs> I, yeah, no, I know it was weird. I was just like, whatever. And at yeah, the yeah. like, but as as I was working, I was like, I'm really not getting paid for this right now. This is just slave labor. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> so then I just like went oh, back to like the little that. hut, whatever. And um, I was like, so like, can we check in? And they were like, no, we're not open. Like, you can't check in. I'm like, so can I leave? And they were just like, no, you gotta stay in case we open. So get back to sweeping. <laughs> <laughs> and so after that shift, I uh, I I texted uh, Ricky. Do you remember Ricky? 
Um, yeah, no, I saw his number. He's still Snapchat. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I texted that guy and I was like, "Hey, uh, I'm done. After that, I'm not coming back. I'm just going to caddy full time." And uh, yeah, wow. yeah, that's how my I, tenure at Adventure. He never answered and haven't been back since. <laughs> Man, that's wild. I didn't, I didn't know that's how it ended. Yeah, I, yep. you know what? I never. I worked there for four. I don't even know. Not even maybe three summers or so. I don't remember through like end of high school into first year or two of college during the summer. I picked up some random shifts when I was like, yeah, um, in terms of like uh, working uh, like different restaurants and whatnot. Um, but I never worked a morning shift because I was always teaching tennis lessons. Oh, nice. So I, I never really knew what that world was I kinda like. I kind of like the morning shifts better because you get off at like 12 or 1 and then you have the rest of the day to do whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I was always a night guy, which I didn't hate because actually, to be honest, I. I can understand because I was kind of like I was spoiled in that because I was just kind of I was kind of boys with Ricky and Ricky would just like literally on the clock. I wouldn't clock out for dinner because I'd go pick him up Iggy's as well. And I'd like be waiting in line at Iggy's on the clock. (laughs) (laughs) So you had (laughs) kind of had the opposite experience that I had there. I had a maid. And then my last year, um, I should have just kept going back to be honest because it was cake at this point. Um, I was kind of like the. I don't even that. I'm not even super duper handy. I'm like relatively handy, but they just had me like going around the park, um, just like fixing random shit with like a hammer and uh, nails <laughs> uh, <laughs> like and screws and all this shit. Just like all these like loose fences and stuff like that. They would have me do like garbage like that, or just be like, hey, yeah, to go go around to do that. <laughs> so I'll just be able to talk to everyone, just walking around slowly, just like yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated. So, I yeah. actually hated working the bumper boats. That was the worst. Oh, I used to love that. Oh, that sucked. Yeah. I, that was low-key. I don't know. I. You're right. Everyone hated it except for me. I was like the one, one of the few that was like, you know what? I don't hate it because I would just I would have a good shift with like a, a girl I was friendly with and then it would be like, okay, this is cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Josh. I'll let you. Uh... Oh, no. I'm just thinking you guys like both were talking about Adventureland. Uh... Something about mini golf courses just sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shady Dude, Acres, uh, baby. Oh, Shady Acres. I mean, that place just sucks. I mean, they don't take credit cards. They don't... They're just not... I know it's classic and all that good it stuff, but... You know. It's not even open this year. The, the, the lady didn't open it. Damn, some of your regulars are going to be pissed. Oh, yeah, dude. I had people come in there every day, but I'll tell you the most up story. Uh, so there was, you know, obviously like drunk people coming in from the beach. Like it was whatever that, you know, always happens, you know? So I let these people play and they were like, what hole is it? They're on like 16 dude. And this guy just takes a piss in the well. And I'm like, I see everything like junk and all this shit. So I'm like debating on whether to like call the cops or not. But I was like, this place just sucks. So I'm just not going to do anything about it. And nobody else was there. It's like, kids around but i was just like oh like i gotta like go over there and do shit with that hole and no don't want to do it so i don't know it's kind of it i mean plenty of shit has happened there but something about mini golf courses man they're just shitty places to work it's just boring just boring yeah it's a waste of time like I used to just bring my magic cards or like 
bring a, I don't know. I, like I bought, I even bought a portable monitor for my <laughs> video games because I was like, yeah, I'm just not doing this. Remember that classic, dude. <laughs> yeah. So it's whatever. Oh, good times. That's my story. The uh, high school job days. Wow. Yeah. So especially it's like, tis the season, you know. Yeah, it is. That's what made me think of it. For sure, it's it's for sure intern season at Fidelity coming in waves. Yeah, I don't. There's a couple interns at my job that are still hanging on. I don't understand. Like their their semester that you're I for sure over at this point. What are you doing? (laughs) I don't know. I want to ask them, but I also don't really want to talk to them. Yeah, but (laughs) as rude as that sounds. Yeah, no, we get it. Man, but yeah, we'll have to check back next week. See uh, if what Steve's was. I think we have some some ideas of what he might mention. Yeah, we'll, we'll uh, <laughs> make sure he he makes makes up his time. Any chance he comes on? I haven't. Have you guys heard anything no, from him? I haven't heard anything. He's for okay. sure asleep. It's like I mean, it's super late there, right? Four? Yeah. No, five hour difference. Five or six. Six. It's six. Depends where you are in Europe. It's I think it's between five and six. It's six. Prague is six. Yeah, so it's, you know, 2, 3 a.m. over there his time. We'll let the kids sleep. Oh, do you think he's going to listen to this tomorrow at some point? Uh, for sure. <laughs> if, I mean, especially, I think he's no, got I think for sure not. Yeah, I think for sure That's not. <laughs> if he really? listens to it yeah, and he no gets way. this far, Steve, tell us in the group yeah, I, text. Yeah. No, he's got to tweet it. Oh, even better. Should, tweet it sure. out, yeah. Tweet it out. And then Oliver and I owe him an apology. Yeah, sincere apology. It'll come from the bottom <laughs> see, of See, I heart. believe in him. I know, I yeah. That's why you're my good. Doubts. But... You know who will listen to this we'll is like it. our boy Dave Champlin who's been promoting it. Yeah. yeah he's all been all over awesome. Facebook. Thank you, Dave. I think if we ever get a cut, we need to give Dave Champlin like $2. <laughs> give, give, give him 5% like a, equity. Like a solid, like, yeah. I mean, if we get like 10 bucks, like, hey, here's $2 for everything that you do. So that means the rest of us gets two dollars. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Dave Champlin gets just as much as us. But why? He's why not? Okay. Technically, <laughs> right? I mean, this clear in the air here. That's with all. us. Stay tuned for that. <laughs> we'll, we're. Uh, we're we got to have him on at some point. We're too. making moves on uh, on whalers, even though they're non-existent on Twitter. We're we're trying. We're reaching out, yeah. so we'll keep you guys posted on that. We'll keep it. It's it's a dream for sure. It's a dream. It would be it would be awesome. So, hashtag free ad drink whalers. <laughs> drink it like I do. Hashtag some free ads. Hashtag every day of my life. Star is the best. Hashtag not alcoholic, but <laughs> hashtag love whalers. Okay. I need to check out uh. Blockstar, it's good, man. Yeah, it's I the still. best. It's pretty you good. Who else loves it? I bet your mom, dad, brother, sister, aunt, uncle, niece, and nephew love it too. Grandma, grandpa probably do. Definitely the niece. The niece sucked down the Blockstar. <laughs> Neefs love Blockstar, dude. Unbelievable. But since they love Blockstar, they also love Small State Big Takes. Be sure to tell them more about Small State Big Takes. Tell them to listen, download, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook. Catch us on Sports Country Internet Radio. Be sure to give them a follow on Twitter if you have not already. Great people, good dudes, very interactive. 
Um, I think that's going to do it for us on this week. Uh, this was episode number 41. Next week will be number episode 42. We should be back to regular time next Monday. Uh, last night had to cancel, you know, we're a day late, had my, uh, had a special day, special anniversary yesterday, so was not available. We made it up today. We're looking good in the neighborhood. That's all I got. Hey, you guys in Newport? Cool. You guys go to Newport? Yeah, we were in Newport yesterday. Nice. By the way, we should do another pod this week. And then next Monday, and or Tuesday, do a baseball-centric one for a number 42. Yeah, but what about this? It's the John Lackey pod. This is as good as it gets. The John Lackey pod. <laughs> I said that earlier. Uh, I think I was cutting. I, think, I was like lagging out I think out you early. did lag out, yeah, when you said that. I said James Posey as well. That was another 41 that came to mind. John Lackey. I remember my favorite John Lackey joke was, uh, I don't remember actually what exactly it was. It was something about how he couldn't hit the side of a barn because he was so bad that year. He played through his, his uh, torn shoulder or whatever. Ben Campbell <laughs> used to fucking rail on John Lackey. He had John <laughs> Lackey jokes for days. I still have his t-shirt. I still wear it a lot. John Lackey. I need like I a, not a new socks t-shirt. Oh, I wear it all the time. I, I have my Pablo one. My Lackey <laughs> one's a pretty solid one. I only have Sox players that didn't pan out with the Red Sox. Basically. You have a JP one more. too? No, I should though. <laughs> <laughs> Carl Crawford. Crawford? Actually, I almost got a Carl Crawford once, but then I just felt dumb about that. So I, <laughs> I remember the day after Carl Crawford signed, I woke up and my dad was like, guess what? The Red Sox signed Carl Crawford. I was like... Fuck yeah. Yeah, Carl Crawford. Wow. Oh, yeah, I was like, that didn't pan out well. No. All right, that'll do yeah, it. that's crazy. I think. I feel like 20 years from now, we'll forget that he was a Red Sox. I kind of yeah, already I mean, have forgotten, was... honestly. Yeah. Wow. Sad, huh? Yeah. Man, you know who was a Red Sox that I haven't forgotten, though, was Rocco. Rocco was a Red Sox. Rocco. Red Sox. Was, was, Nick, was Nick Swisher a Red Sox? I don't think so. He's right? definitely a Yankee. We used to call him Drooly Face. Oh, it was Nick Punto. Nick Punto. He was the nail in the coffin on the uh, uh, Manny trade, Carl Crawford trade. Yeah, Josh Beckett. Yeah. No, <laughs> not yeah. I don't know why. I said, Manny was. Uh, yeah, Manny I don't know why I said Manny. Yeah. Josh yeah, Beckett, Aegon's trade. New Nick Punto, nail in the coffin. Nick Punto, that's that's what I wasn't thinking. It was not Nick Swisher. He wore number five, oh. didn't he? I think he did. I think, I think <laughs> Nick Punto was the first guy to wear five after Nomar. That's wild. What did Rocco wear? Was Rocco before or after Nick Punto? I think he was before Punto. I think, right? He did wear number five. I need a Rocco shirt. Is I regret not getting one. Rocco was two thousand nine. Yeah, so Rocco was. Damn. Yeah, because uh, Nick Punto was two thousand twelve. He did wear number five. He did. 
Who's the most... Is He's got to be the weirdest player to wear five after Nomar, right? How about Zue Lin? I don't... Yeah, <laughs> Zue Lin's weird, but like... Yeah, it's got to be between those two, actually. Do you think Zue Lin could be good if he had, like, a chance to start somewhere? Not really. I think he'd be like Jose Iglesias. All right, let's wrap it up <laughs> on that note. <laughs> uh, this, this tsunami, the tsunami linsanity episode has come to a conclusion. Be sure to catch us. We'll be live next week on Twitch. Steve might be here. Don't really know. We're one man short today. Thanks for tuning in. Any last big takes? <laughs> he was not the weirdest one to wear number five. <laughs> Since no more? Since no more. Was it? Oh my god, it's Ian Kinsler. Uh, no, you're close. Wore number five before Ian Kinsler. Ian Kinsler definitely wore five, right? He definitely did. He wore it before him. This is the worst one. Has to be. Worse what than Ian Kinsler? Like infield, outfield, what? Uh, I think he played a little bit of everything. Outfield, primary, and then first baseman. Uh... This is my big big question slash take of the day. Because I looked at baseball reference. 35, 36 players have worn number five for the Red Sox. I don't Red know, lay it on me. I got to get to bed. Yeah, what year? What year? Oh, yeah, what year? 2014 and 2015. Wow, so two years. Was it... Uh... Two shitty baseball seasons for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> Probably the shittiest deal. Actually, no, it really wasn't the shittiest deal. We actually won that deal long term. But... Little bit of, played a little bit of everywhere. Really, first base. First, That's right. what he was for so the Red first Sox. First base for a shitty Boston Red Sox. You really team. didn't even play for them. <laughs> oh, um, no. You guys are going to be pissed that this guy wore number five. Mm. All right, let me me give it to you. Alan Craig. Oh, yeah, that's a dumb one. I should have known. I should have known that, too. Fuck, you should have told me he was a World Series MVP. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. That's a shitty Red Sox for you. Yeah, that's all right. Joe Kelly was good. Elite Paw Sox player, though. For real. Very All elite. The Very elite. All right, boys. All right. All right. See you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to spread the news. Follow the Twitter. At Small State Takes. Peace. Later.